Well, hey everyone, Athena Dean Holtz here, and welcome to the Redeemed and Restored podcast. We're all be coming to you every Friday so that together we can intentionally discover the faithfulness of God, which is my absolute favorite thing to do. Every week, I'll bring you encouragement to see God working all things together for good. From scriptures to devotional excerpts to song lyrics to personal examples from my journey through redemption and restoration. Joining this community on a regular basis, where it's okay to be real and throw off our masks of perfection, will not only encourage you, but will motivate and stir your hearts and just possibly leave you forever changed. In times like this, we all need to be encouraged as we face the challenges, difficulties, and losses of this life. So I look forward to growing right along with you in authenticity and transparency as we endeavor to find the faithfulness of God in our everyday lives. So take a moment to write a review on Apple so even more people are able to find the encouragement you're about to hear. Each episode is broadcast on my YouTube channel before it's converted and brought to you in this audio format. If you'd like to get in on the fun and giveaways at my YouTube home, join me over there at Athena Dean Holtz for even more encouragement. So hey, let's get started. Well, hey everyone, Athena Dean Holtz here with this week's edition of Redeemed and Restored. I am back again this week with another monologue. Just because our God, the God that we serve, who is holy and righteous and faithful, is also a good, good father who takes care of his children. And I just had to come back and encourage you all with the way he has been working behind the scenes to strengthen my faith and trust in him. I'm going to share my thoughts from my journal on Tuesday, 2-22-2022, and then make a few comments before I actually share my journal entries from this morning, 2-23-22. The black screen in front of my first class seat simply requested, please wait. They had to do a reboot of the digital media player on the airplane, which took about seven minutes. It went through many phases, but landed on those two words, please wait. Over the weekend, I dug deep into Isaiah 40 through 42, and this verse was a reminder of the white letters on that black screen. He gives strength to the weary. And to him who has no might, he increases power. Even the youths grow weary and tired, and vigorous young men stumble badly, but those who wait for the Lord, who expect, look for, and hope in him, will gain new strength and renew their power. They will lift up their wings and rise up close to God. Like eagles rising toward the sun, they will run and not become weary. They will walk and not grow tired. That's the amplified version. And my emphasis was capitalizing those who wait for him. It seemed timely to read those verses when a major challenge was placed before me. Do I trust God and wait on him 
or do I take matters into my own hands? If I just do the worldly thing to solve my problem, then how do I know if God rescued me or if I just got ahead of him and rescued myself? Of all that is within me, I want God to show up and show off. I want him to get the glory when the waters part and provide dry land for us to travel on. I want to be able to point to him rather than my business savvy or wisdom. As I pondered that scripture, I felt led to check out Streams in the Desert that day, which is my all-time favorite devotional. So this was the entry from 2-21-22, just two days ago. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Psalm 37, 7. Have you prayed and prayed and waited and waited? And still you see no evidence of an answer? Are you tired of seeing no movement? Are you at the point of giving up? Then perhaps you have not waited in the right way, which removes you from the right place, the place where the Lord can meet you. Romans 8.25 says, wait for it patiently. Patience eliminates worry. The Lord said he would come and his promise is equal to his presence. Patience eliminates weeping. Why feel sad and discouraged? He knows your needs better than you do. And his purpose in waiting is to receive more glory through it. Patience eliminates self-works. The work of God is this, to believe, John 6, 29. And once you believe, you may know all is well. Patience eliminates all want. Perhaps your desire to receive what you want is stronger than your desire for the will of God to be fulfilled. Ouch. Patience eliminates all weakness. Instead of thinking of waiting as being wasted time, realize that God is preparing his resources and strengthening you as well. Patience eliminates all wobbling. He touched me and raised me to my feet, Daniel 8.18. God's foundations are steady. And when we have his patience within, we are steady while we wait. Patience yields worship. Sometimes the best part of prayerful and praiseful waiting is experiencing great endurance and patience, giving joyful thanks, Colossians 1, 11 and 12. While you wait, all the aspects of patience have her perfect work, James 1, 4. Waiting and patience will be greatly appreciated. Hold steady when the fires burn, when inner lessons come to learn, and from this path, there seems no turn. Let patience have her perfect work. Did you hear that? Patience yields worship. Whoa. I've always thought of patience with disdain. Don't pray for patience because God will send you lots of circumstances to teach you how to be just that. And they usually are not fun. That's been my attitude about patience. As I dug into Romans 8.25, listed in the devotional, it opened up a whole new perspective for me. We must wait 
patiently and confidently while the Spirit pleads for us in harmony with God's own will. Whoa. Thank you, Lord, for the reminder that you cause all things to work together for the good of those who love you and are called according to your purpose for us. Wow. Just wow. As I read that, the white words were just shining out of the darkness. Please wait. Yep. They were just for me as a reminder of what he is doing and who he is in my life. So that was in the morning of 2-22-22. Dire need. I had many tests that came my way in the waiting. One was a potential sponsor who wanted to pay big bucks to get in front of our audience, but who promoted worldly ideas and kind of a get-rich-quick scheme mentality in her ghostwriting and bestseller coaching. I didn't really care how much she was willing to pay and how badly we needed the money. I had to say, no, you're not a good fit. We don't want to endorse that mentality. I felt compelled to provide a service that would cost me significantly to someone and, and just cut the profit margin down to almost nothing. I could not not do it. And I worshiped and I prayed scripture out loud in the first person, of course, like I always love to do. My favorite was to pray this in first person. I trust in the Lord and choose to do good. This is Psalm 37. I dwell in the land and befriend faithfulness. I delight myself in the Lord and he gives me the desires of my heart because they're his desires. That was my addition. Verse five, I choose to commit my way to the Lord. I trust in him and I know he will act. Those were in all caps. Let me just say those were emphasized big time. Verse seven, I choose to be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Verse 11, but you, Lord, say that the meek shall inherit the land and delight themselves in abundant peace. I choose meekness and humility so I can delight myself in your abundant peace. Verse 34, I wait for you, Lord, and keep your way, and you will exalt me to inherit the land. One after another psalm. I prayed in first person out loud. And then this morning, Wednesday the 23rd, I read Streams in the Desert again. I always go there when things are hard. And there came a lion, 1 Samuel 17, 34. It is a source of inspiration and strength to come in touch with the youthful David, trusting God. Through faith in God, he conquered a lion and a bear, and afterwards, the mighty Goliath. When that lion came to despoil the flock, it came as a wondrous opportunity to David. If he had failed or faltered, he would have missed God's opportunity for him and probably would never have come to be God's chosen king of Israel. And there came a lion. 
One would not think that a lion was a special blessing from God. One would think that only an occasion for alarm. The lion was God's opportunity in disguise. Every difficulty that presents itself to us, if we receive it in the right way, is God's opportunity. Every temptation that comes is God's opportunity. When the lion comes, recognize it as God's opportunity. No matter how rough the exterior, the very tabernacle of God was clothed with badger skins and goat's hair. One would not think there would be any glory there. But the Shekinah glory of God was manifest under that kind of covering. May God open our eyes to see him, whether in temptations, trials, dangers, or misfortunes. That was so powerful. So this brought everything together as God worked miraculously behind the scenes, bringing it all together over the top provision that blew me away. I kept my promise to God. I would not run after a line of credit to meet the needs before me. I would trust God that he would supply all, all my needs according to what? Philippians 4.19, his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. And that's exactly what he did. He made a way where there seemed to be no way. He swooped in on a white horse and rescued me. And when the lion was roaring and fear threatened to overwhelm me, that was God's opportunity for me to grow in faith and trust in him. It's God's opportunity to sanctify us and teach us his ways, not our ways. He can be trusted, my friends, and you can take that to the bank. Thank you so much for joining me today for Redeemed and Restored. And we will see you next week, next Friday, with my guest, Monica Schmelter, host of the Bridges TV show out of Nashville, Tennessee. Bye for now. So thanks for joining us today on the Redeemed and Restored podcast, brought to you by Athena Dean Holtz and the Romans 828 Bookstore, a division of Redemption Press. I'd love to have you review and share this podcast with friends, family, and others who can use the encouragement. And be sure to check out my YouTube channel at Athena Dean Holtz for more tips and tools to help you find the faithfulness of God. So thanks for joining us today. See you next week for another episode of Redeemed and Restored.